Hello, and welcome to Biceps After Babies Radio, a podcast for moms who know that fitness is about so much more than pounds lost or PRs. It's about feeling confident in your skin and empowered in your life. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, a registered nurse, personal trainer, online fitness coach, wife, and mom of four. Every week, my guests and I will excite and motivate you to take action in your own personal fitness as we talk about nutrition, exercise, mindset, personal development, and executing life with conscious intention. If your goal is to look, feel, and be strong and experience transformation from the inside out, you, my friend, are in the right place. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's jump into today's episode. You're listening to Biceps After Babies Radio, episode number 14. Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm your host, Amber Brzezicki, and today we are going to dive a little bit deeper into goal setting and specifically New Year's resolutions. So if you listened to last week's episode, I talked about how to create New Year's resolutions that actually work and actually create change. Because I truly believe if you don't believe in New Year's resolutions, it's because you're not doing them right. You're not actually setting an intention with a plan to support it. You're just kind of wishing that things would change and wishing never, ever worked. So today though, what I'm going to do is I'm going to break down how I personally take the steps that I outlined last week. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, push pause, go back and listen to last week's episode and then come to this episode because it'll make a lot more sense. But I'm going to go through the steps that I outlined in that episode and I'm going to break it down of how I personally have set my goals for 2019. As I was thinking about this episode and whether or not I wanted to do it, part of me was was saying, Amber, nobody freaking cares what your goals are. And and maybe that's true. Maybe you don't care what my goals are. And you can, if you don't care what my goals are, you can totally skip this episode. But the reason that I decided to actually like record this episode and push play on it was because not that I think you guys all need to know what my goals are, but because I know personally, as I've listened one to other people's goals, it inspires me and helps me set goals in my own life. And two, I really wanted to walk through the steps of how I take the big picture that I gave you last week of these six steps of how to set goals. And then how I actually take those six steps and really apply them to like actually coming up with the goals that I set each year. I totally believe in goal setting. I totally believe in New Year's resolutions and I feel like I've gotten pretty good at them over the years. I've become really good at goal setting. And I think it's helped me to drive the changes in my life that I want to have happen. And I want to share that with you so that you can become good at goal setting too. Because I know the power that comes when you have an idea, you set a goal, you create a plan, and then you accomplish that plan. You want to get more confident in your life? Setting goals and actually achieving them produces this trust with yourself that, you know what, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. This idea of personal integrity, which I think is really, really huge, and I could do a whole episode on personal integrity. But you want to get more confident in your life? Start setting some goals and then actually accomplishing them and start building that trust with yourself that when you say you're going to do something, girl, you're going to do it. If you haven't downloaded the freebie from last week, I did a freebie about how to crush your New Year's resolutions. I outlined the six steps. I left space for you to be able to set your own New Year's resolutions. If you haven't downloaded that yet, go to bicepsetterbabies.com forward slash 13, which was last week's episode, and 
on the show notes page, there'll be a link there that you can download that. And then you can kind of go through these six steps like I'm going to go through today and you can start setting your own New Year's resolution and creating whatever it is that you want to have happen in 2019. So when I set goals, um, and specifically when I set New Year's resolutions, I like to break it up into categories. And this this relates back way back in the day to when I was in Young Women's at my church. Um, I remember having um, a Young Women's lesson about goal setting, and my Young Women's leader had us turn to Luke chapter two verse fifty two, and it says, "And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man." And so this is talking about as Jesus, you know, grew up from a little boy to a man, how he grew in different ways. And it says he increased in wisdom, he increased in stature, he increased in favor with God and in favor with man. And so she had us break down into these four categories. So it was you know wisdom or like learning, stature, so your physical being, in favor with God, so your spirituality, in favor with man. So it was like your relationships. And so we had these four categories and she encouraged us to set a goal for the new year in each of those categories. And so for years, that's what I did. I had those four categories and I would set a goal in each every single New Year's. Um, And that worked for me for a really long time. And so I've kind of taken that concept of taking four different categories of my life and setting goals in each of them, but I've adapted the categories a little bit as a I have gotten older and as my life has had different pivots and turns and needs. So for me this year, the four categories that I choose was my business, the community and how I, you know, participate in the community, personal, and then spiritual. So those are the four categories that I've chosen to set my New Year's resolutions in. You can choose whatever you want. If you just want to choose four fitness goals, if you just want to choose four personal goals, whatever it is, or if you only want to set one, that's totally fine. Kind of take this concept and maybe just apply it to however you see fit in your life. So then for each of these categories, what I did is I went through the six-step process that I outlined last week. Again, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, this episode will make so much more sense after you listen to last week's episode. So that's kind of what I'm going to do is I'm going to take you through these four categories and the six steps that I went to to be able to arrive at my resolution at the reason why it's important to me, like my plan for attack and how I'm going to go through this process of making sure that these things actually happen in 2019. So if you remember, the first step that I encourage you to do is to reflect, to reflect on how you did in these areas in 2018. And then from that, we can see you know, what worked, what didn't work, and how can we make it better in 2019. So for me, if we're looking at the four different categories in business, 2018 was was really like the first time I took my business seriously. Like I was like, oh, like I actually want to have this be a business. I want to grow it. I want to like serve more people. And so I did a lot of firsts in 2018. I did my first webinar. I started this this podcast, which has been a big dream of mine for a long time. Um, I reduced kind of the amount of one-on-one clients that I had and have been working more with groups so that I can serve more people. I actually hired my first business coach and like put money into courses and coaching to be able to better myself. And so 2018 was a really big year for me in my business. Now, if I'm reflecting on community, I feel like with community, I didn't do a whole lot. Um, There's a lot that I want to do as as a member of my you know my community both my church community my like physical community um, the Instagram community and one of my goals when I started 2018 was to um, 
support other women who are kind of doing the same thing. So this idea of community over competition. And I feel like I've had some wins with that this year. I've definitely connected with some women and been able to support them. Um, I think I can always, always do better. And so maybe that's something that I did in community this last year on the Instagram community. But I definitely feel like I have fallen short a little bit in like my physical community, the community that I live in. And so I have some ideas of how I want to improve that this next year. Now, reflecting on personal like development, um, 2018 was the first time I ever meditated. And I, you know, I grew up, I've prayed all my life, um, but praying and meditation are different. Meditation is about clearing your mind and like being present with the moment and um, following your breath and things like that. And it's really the first time I've ever done meditation. And it's been something that I want to continue more in 2019. Also, in my personal life, I took some solo trips with my husband, which We've been married 14 years and we have not taken very many solo trips. So that was a real win for us to be able to take some trips together. Um, I also challenged myself. I got certified in high fitness, which was kind of like a new and scary thing. I started teaching at a studio and I very quickly realized that that was not the right path for me. So I made a conscious choice to stop doing that after a couple of months. So, But it was a way that I put myself out there in some way that I hadn't ever before. And then the last one was spiritual. And if I'm going to be honest, like looking back on 2018, my my spiritual growth and development, I really feel like I was kind of coasting. And maybe that's kind of not a great thing to say about yourself, but I feel like my testimony didn't necessarily grow or shrink. It just kind of coasted through what I've kind of always done and kind of going through the motions. And so I have some ideas about 2019 and how I want to make 2019 a year of growth and maybe not just like stagnation or coasting. Step number two is to write down your goals in each of the areas. And so these would be termed technically, you know, my new year's resolutions. For my business, my goal is to double my revenue. And that's a big goal. Like that is a, it scares me. It, it intimidates me. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I know that as I like take it one step at a time that I have it in me and it is possible for me. And for me, that means serving more clients. It means putting more value out into the world. Um, and it means showing up in a bigger, different, better way than I have been showing up in the past. So that's my business goal for the year. My personal goal is really centered around mindfulness. I really I really want to have this idea of mindfulness more in my life. If there's one thing that I've started to recognize it is that I am I or at least I think I am a pro at multitasking. And I multitask the heck out of the day. Like I'm always doing two or three things. Like I can never just be sitting. Like if I'm in the car, I'm listening to a podcast. If I'm cooking, I'm like helping a kid with homework. Like I'm always doing multiple things at once. And in my mind, that means I'm more productive, right? Like I get more stuff done. And I do, I get a lot of stuff done in the day, but at the expense sometimes of personal connection or at the expense of like being present in the moment. When you're multitasking, you're always thinking about the future. You're always thinking about like multiple things at one time. And I don't do a great job of just being present and like, look my kids in the eye, you know, focus on my husband. I don't do a good job of that. And so 2019, I really want to focus on mindfulness and I have some, you know, specific steps that I'm going to do to be able to get there, which I'll share in, you know, in the, in step number four. 
With community, my big goal for 2019 is to give more. I want to develop a feeling of abundance and a feeling of just freely giving. And so I have some ideas of specifically how I'm going to do this, but this is this is like a shift for me. I have struggled with money mindset in the past. I've struggled with feeling this feeling of abundance. We we went through many, many, many years of schooling, of debt, of not having a big income. And I'm really good at budgeting. I'm really good at penny pinching. I'm really good at making our money count. But it also has really given me some a little bit of a scarcity mindset of like, there's never enough money. Like, I'm never going to have enough. I'm, I have to hoard it. I have to like hold on to it so tightly. I can't give it away freely. And so part of like helping shift this money mindset is for me to be more giving and to just like have that be my default to give away. And I know that the more that I can release that, that grip on money and have this feeling of abundance and have this feeling of, of course, like I'm always going to give that I know that that's going to help to change things in my life. And then my last category is spiritual. And for those of you who are a member of my church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, you know that we're in this kind of transition right now where church is moving from three hours to two hours, but it's doing it so that we can have more focus on teaching in the home. And so my goal for 2019 has to do with teaching my kids and being able to implement something of a routine that... I can get into where I'm prepared ahead of time to be able to teach my kids in a way that is going to be valuable for them. So if you notice, those are like pretty general resolutions, right? They're pretty like, other than like double my revenue, which is like a very concrete number, like be more mindful, be more giving, like teach my kids well at the home. Those are not very defined resolutions. And I, again, last week I talked about this, but I think that's okay. I think having these outcome goals that aren't completely defined is really okay as long as you have process goals that are defined. And if you then say, okay, if I complete all these process goals, then I will have achieved my overall resolution for the year. Number three was to get clear on your why. And so for my business, my goal is to double my revenue. And for me, this really comes down to the more people I serve and the more value I put out into people's lives and into the world, the more money I make. And that money is just a reflection of me putting out value into the world. And so this really comes down to my mission of really empowering women to look, feel, and be strong. That's really what my mission is, is to give women power back in their lives to do whatever the heck it is that they want. So I teach fitness, I do fitness, I help women with fitness, but that bleeds over into so many other areas of their life. And that's really my goal with what I do. So my why behind that is that I want to put value out into the world and I want to serve more people. And as I do that, my revenue is going to grow. Now, my my goal on being more mindful, my why behind that is because I really, maybe it's because I'm in my mid-30s going through like a little bit of a midlife crisis, maybe not really, maybe that's dramatic, but just feeling very mortal. Like I feel so much more mortal in my 30s than I ever felt in my 20s. I understand that, you know, life is short, but like things could happen at any moment. And I've really started to hold on to this idea of like, all you can guarantee is like this moment right here, the moment right now. And I want to start enjoying each and every moment that I have. I want to start being more present in that certain moment and be able to enjoy it to the fullest. 
Also being mindful helps me be more productive. I get more done when I can like focus on one task, hammer it out, really do it well, and then move on to the next one. And it really helps me focus on my kids and like being the mom that they know cares, that is like present with them, that is focused on them. Same thing with my husband. And so for me, mindfulness really comes back to bettering the relationships I have with people and being able to feel like I'm enjoying each and every moment of my life. Now, my why behind why I want to give more, and I kind of talked about this a little bit when I talked about the goal, but just that I want to feel more abundant. I want to feel like I can freely give. Like I have so much in my life that of course I'm able to give to other people. And I really think it's it, it's hard because for so long in my life, I felt like when we reach the end of training, then I'll be able to give, then I'll be able to like, you know, donate money, then I'll be able to do all these things. And I think it's, you know, we're at that point now and I think it is a mindset, like giving is a mindset, not, it doesn't, it doesn't depend on your income. And so, yes, of course I've given for years and years and years to my church. We tithe 10%. Like that's just a no brainer, but I want to get to the point where I feel so abundant that like I'm giving money to charities that I, that I support, that I'm giving money to friends and family when they need it. And that it isn't this hard thing where I have to like talk myself through it of like, yes, Amber, you should like let go of this money. It's okay. Like you're going to work through it. I want to get this feeling of abundance. And so part of the point of me like having increased revenue goals is so that the more money I make, the more money I can give. And I really want to develop this giving mindset because I think it helps me in my life and obviously it helps other people in their lives as well. And then the last category is spiritual. So, you know, teaching in the home and becoming um, a prepared teacher for my kids. And my why behind this really stems from the fact that I only have so many years with my kids left at home. My oldest is almost 12. My youngest is four. And I mean, we're looking at a time frame of the next, you know, 10 to 15 years with these kids to be able to like get them to the point that they're ready for the world and they're ready to go off and be sustainable on their own. And I know that doing this together will strengthen not only their personal testimonies, but our family as a whole. And so that's my driving force. That's my why behind that goal. Number four is reverse engineer the success. So this is where you come up with your definition of like, how are you going to turn this successful? What are the actual processes you're going to take to get to the end goal that you want. And I'm not going to list all of my goals, like my sub goals under these, because that would take way too long. But I'm going to tell you some of like the highlights of how I'm deciding whether it's going to be a win or not. So for my business with my goal to double my revenue, um, some of the things that I will be doing over the next year is I have some ideas for creating some new products and services. And so I have some goals set up to help me to get to that point. And then another thing that's going to be really important to me is I realize that the business I've created has come from the person that I've been being over the last year. And so part of that breaking into a new you know, income is creating a new me. And so I need to push things past the boundaries and the comfort zone that I currently have to be able to get there. So one of my goals is to try at least five new things in my business that push me outside of my comfort zone. And I did that this year, like starting the podcast, doing webinars, like doing challenges. Those were all things that pushed me outside of my comfort zone. And I saw how much growth came from those things. And I know that as I continue to push where I'm comfortable, that that growth is to continue 
going to continue to happen. For my goal on mindfulness, a couple of like sub goals that I have with that, I did a 10 day social media fast um, a couple months ago and it was really eye-opening and enlightening and really refreshing. And so my plan is to take four 10-day breaks from social media. So basically once a quarter, I want to do a 10-day break. And so that's one of my goals to help me with mindfulness. I also want to increase my consistency with meditation. And so one of my goals is to meditate for 30 days in a row. And then another one is to have my phone be off at 8 p.m. So those are some of my my goals that's going to help me to get to that place of being more present and being more mindful. For my goal in my in community to give more, a couple of my sub goals are to find a cause that I want to promote, like one that's near and dear to my heart. I want to donate monthly to that cause and just make it like a no brainer, like that's just something that happens. And then I want to do one fundraiser with my community on Instagram and Facebook and involve you guys in that fundraiser. So look for that coming up in 2019. And then for my spiritual goal of teaching my kids better in my home. Part of my my sub goals are to plan next week's lesson in the afternoon on Sunday for for the following week so that I'm kind of a week ahead and I can think about the lesson for a a week. I also want to create a routine, sit down with my husband and my family and create a routine and a time for a lesson after church and kind of figure out what that's going to look like for our family. And then I want to help the kids to start to feel ownership um, in in the experience and in how we're teaching and working together as a family to make this a successful endeavor. Number five, the next step is to do the work and change who you are, who you're, what you're showing up in, what you're being in your life. And so for my business and my goal of doubling my revenue, I know that I need to be someone who delegates. I, I can't do it all. I have a team behind me and I need to delegate to them and I need to to include them and use them to be able to move the business forward. I also need to be someone who has a vision and who directs the efforts into fulfilling the mission and understanding that if something doesn't align with our mission, then it's not something that we do. And that's really hard to start saying no to things that don't fully align with our vision. So these are some of the things that I've been thinking about as I think about, okay, what do I need to change? Who do I need to show up in in my life to be able to create this new you know, hit this new goal that I have with my business. For my personal life and focusing on mindfulness, I I need to be somebody who makes it a priority, who sees the value in mindfulness and tries to make it a priority. And I'm not going to be perfect. I know that I won't be perfect. I know that I will mess up. I know that I will have days that I will look back and say, you know what? I wasn't as mindful. But I also know that I can be the type of person who makes it a priority, that I I can be the type of person who is refocusing attention, who's checking off, you know, doing my meditation, focusing on being present, and who can, as I fall down, get back up again and retry. For my goal to give more, I know that I need to feel abundant. I need to not feel stress over money and I need to be able to have that feeling of abundance. And that, you know, feelings come from the thoughts that we have. I think this is really, really important to understand that we have thoughts and those thoughts create feelings and those feelings create action. And so, when we want to change the feeling that we have, what we simply need to do is change our thoughts. And I say simply like, oh yeah, it's like super easy, but like simple doesn't mean easy, but it is as simple as we need to change our thoughts. And so one of the thoughts that I need to change in order to create this feeling of abundance that I want is 
the thoughts of like, we don't have enough money or I don't, you know, there's only so much of the pie to go around. Or if I don't get it, then, you know, someone else is going to take it. Those thoughts create a feeling of lack. And I want to create a feeling of abundance in my life. And so part of that is changing my thoughts around money. And I've done a lot of work on this so far this last year, and I will continue doing it this this year of figuring out what my money mindset is, figuring out the money blocks that I have and how I can change those thoughts to be able to better serve me, to create that feeling of abundance so that giving is easy and it's light and it's fun and it's happy and it's part of who I am as a person. For my spiritual goal of teaching in the home, I know that I need to be somebody who dives into the scriptures more myself. I need to be somebody who looks for the answers in the scriptures And somebody who becomes curious and inquisitive and wants to dive into creating a better relationship with my heavenly parents. And so then step number six is kind of something that I have to do over the next year. Detach myself from the achievement of these goals. Whether or not I hit a double my revenue, that's not the point. The point is what I'm working towards, what I believe is possible, and trying to complete each of the steps along the way. If I hit my goal, it doesn't mean anything about me. And if I don't hit my goal, it doesn't mean anything about me. But by reaching for that achievement, it is going to change how I show up daily, what I think is possible in my business, and how I interact with people. And so that's really the purpose of goals is not to beat yourself over the head with or even applaud yourself for, but it's to allow you to dream big, to reach for things that you maybe thought were a little bit out of your reach. And And yet at the same time to let go of whether or not achieving that goal defines who you are as a person. So those are my goals for the year. That's how I kind of go through my goal setting. And another important point that I I want to really stress is that if you really want to make a change, okay, we're talking about like you really want to make a change, not like you just have a New Year's wish, but you want to make a change and you're willing to put in the effort. One thing that I think I can't stress enough that's important is rewriting your goals. I I know Rachel Hollis does this, but I fully believe in rewriting your goals every single day. And as you revisit them every single day and you rewrite them, you're not going to forget the goals. They're going to start to become a part of who you are. You can revisit where you're at in your goal setting. I actually use a planner called the 90X planner and I'll link it in the show notes. And it has been really transformational in revisiting where I'm at in my goals, what I'm doing each day to move each of the goals forward and revisiting and holding myself accountable for those goals. So if you're looking for something to kind of complement really setting these new year's resolutions and actually achieving them this year, like having this year be the year that you actually follow through with what you want to change in your life. I can't recommend the 90X goal planner. It's for 90 days. And so if you want to, you know, buy another one for the next 90 days, then you do. But it has been revolutionary in helping me to really keep my goals front and foremost in my mind throughout the day. So that wraps up 
this week's episode of Biceps After Babies Radio. I'm going to encourage you again to go and download the freebie from last week, bicepsafterbabies.com forward slash 13. And there's an option there to download that. It's going to give you the steps that I kind of outlined and then also give you a space where you can work through what are your goals? How are you going to reverse engineer them? Why are they important to you? And you can write that down. And again, there's power in taking that pen and putting it to the paper and saying, this is how I want to show up differently in 2019. And I'm going to actually trust myself that when I say that I want to do something, I'm going to show up and I'm going to do the work and I'm going to do it. Thanks for being here this week. I'm Amber. Now go out and be strong because remember my friends, you can do anything. Hold up sister friend. Do you love biceps after babies radio? If so, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on iTunes. I know every podcaster wants you to leave a review, but it's because those reviews help the podcast to reach more people. And I do truly want to know what you think. If this particular episode resonated with you, will you also please share it? Either send the link to someone who would find it valuable or take a screenshot and post it to your social media and tell your friends and family why they should listen. Make sure you tag me at biceps.after.babies so I can hear your feedback and give you a little love. And you know, if you aren't already following me on Instagram or Facebook, that's the perfect time to hit that follow button. Thank you for being here and listening to Biceps After Babies Radio.